0: Would you drink it?
1: Whose dong is it? Does it matter? Yep.
0: Does it matter?
1: <laughs> is it Joe Rogan's dong?
0: Yeah, you already slurp from that regularly.
1: Uh, <laughs> says the guy who goes into fucking does Joe Rogan stuff.
0: What? I will never stop doing uh, fucking flow tanks.
1: Never stop stopping?
0: Never stop stopping. Are we live? Uh Fuck. yeah. We are. Uh I mean I got the notification.
1: It didn't pop up for me. Usually I a little got, window pops up.
0: I got it on oh, on Zoom.
1: Still, still loading. Okay. We're here.
0: On we're it says we're live on Facebook. <gasps>
1: oh, it's so heavy. Look at my pumpkin. <laughs> Look at my pumpkin. Oh, not not enough people saw it. And it was such a dick to carve that I needed to show everybody. So Remember
0: could... when we were an audio podcast that people yeah. listen to with their ears?
1: Oh, that's still predominantly <laughs> the most. If you if you were wondering why I was grunting, I went to the garden store and I bought a gray pumpkin. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to carve a gray pumpkin. And I'm going to be unique because nobody has gray pumpkins. Turns out it's gray because it's a decorative pumpkin. And the shell is super fucking thick, and it was hard, and it took forever to carve. She thick. And nobody saw it because I don't have a port. So I put all that effort in, and everybody knows in the modern times, if you put effort in, you need the internet to fucking acknowledge your effort. That's the way it works. Derek, you froze. Oh well, I guess it's just the old Dale podcast. Dale by himself with frozen Derek. Uh hopefully. Oh hey, he moved. Nope. Still frozen. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Oh hey. Oh, no. hey Dale. What what happened? Do you have uh, do you have a boomer amount of tabs open? On your I mean, crowd? always. Yeah. Yeah. I so,
0: have two windows. Uh, I probably have like forty something tabs open. It's fine computers are meant to to handle that yeah also
1: hey did you you fake make your computer freeze just so you wouldn't have to fucking listen to me talk about whine about no not enough people seeing my pumpkin
0: well i was like why not just post it on the internet which is what well that's it it doesn't matter if people (laughs) see it in real life (laughs) that's all you get you want that shit on instagram yeah so so you can get likes there hey also everyone Welcome to episode 188 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that make people mad online and explain why they're done for caring. I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin.
1: I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRooter, and we hate woke culture so much, we are unawake for this podcast. Well, I guess I can only speak for myself because I am toyed, but whatever.
0: No, I'm definitely, I feel like a bag of shit. We got the flu shot on Saturday and I've just kind of felt, and fucking like yeah, yesterday, don't call the
1: vaccine a flu shot. That makes what, you sound right wing. No, that Zing. one was no, that one was the actual. <laughs> that was the actual flu
0: shot. But I was also like, I wonder if they're starting to sneak like COVID strains into just regular flu shots. So all the people who are like are like, oh, it's a experimental vaccine, and there's no testing done on it. We'll go and get the flu vaccine, which has been like readily tested. And then we're just like, surprised. now you're vaccinated against do you, uh, COVID.
1: Do you want to hear my, the Venn diagram is a circle joke that's overplayed because so many people have heard, like, you know, that joke where you're like, if you took the Venn diagram of this and this, this, and this. it would just be a circle. Yeah. If you took a Venn diagram of the people who wouldn't take the COVID vaccine and also the people who don't get flu shots, it's a circle.
0: I don't know yes. about, I, I, I have to assume there are at least some vaccine hesitant people who are legitimately hesitant because they don't trust the COVID vaccine specifically uh, and uh, I mean, and- Fauci
1: did fuck that and fucked everyone Wait, what? Sorry, I just smashed right into I was just saying, Fauci even though it has nothing to do with the effectiveness of the vaccine, just Fauci turning into a supervillain is the most annoying thing because all these right-wing people are being like, oh, I told you so he was a bad guy. Now I don't have to listen to science and evolving this at all. And you're
0: like, okay. Fuck. So explain this to me. Cause I'm still kind of out of the loop on it.
1: Okay. What do you, what do you need me to explain? Well, okay. Pretend so that I'm
0: one of our viewers right now okay. and I have no fucking idea what you're talking about.
1: So Fauci just got his third strike against him because Fauci is the leader of the NIH, right? You know that. Yeah. So his first strike was at the beginning of the pandemic. He was like, don't wear masks. They don't do anything. And then later on, he's like, okay, everybody wear masks. But he only said that because he didn't want people buying the N95 masks and taking them up when... There was a shortage of them because they're all made in China and we didn't have enough. The supply chains were fucked up at the beginning of COVID. So they're scared. Doctors and nurses weren't going to get enough N95 masks. So instead of telling people that, because rightfully so, you can't trust people as we saw with the toilet paper to not hoard and everything. So he told people not to wear masks so they don't do anything later on. They confronted him about it on TV by they, I mean, some news organization that I can't remember which one specifically. And he was like, Yeah, I just updated my opinion with the science as it came out. And it's like, I guess that's a good one. And then he lied to Congress about NIH through a backdoor through another company funding gain of function research on bat coronaviruses in the Wuhan lab, which still had nothing to do with this pandemic. So what happened was NIH was in 2018, they were funding a bat coronavirus and then it showed it made it more and they were like experimenting on it to like find out how to cure it and stuff, I guess, because they're still scared from the first SARS. And in mice, it made it more communicable. So it was like more contagious. And then anytime they're doing, like research or anything. And it gets to like 10 times more contagious. They're supposed to like the company's supposed to let people know. And then he said he'd never heard anything about this. This is, he said this to Congress and then later on the company was like, no, we made a report. So he knew. So he got caught. And then the NIH did this fun animal cruelty funding. And since they can't do it in a civilized country, they fucking sent it off to Tunisia where they took beagle puppies and, like, locked their head in a cage and then let sand fleas, like, bite and eat at their face. So that's what Fauci did.
0: Oh, OK.
1: And I mean, fuck everything else. But the puppies, that's what people are pissed off about because they're like, dude, you can't fuck with dogs. Like, we love but- dogs.
0: I mean, you, you can in a lot of countries still.
1: Yeah, like Tunisia.
0: We we do love dogs. Uh you know, if people are upset about this, I'm gonna say there's probably a lot of shit that US governments have backed or government institutions <laughs> have backed in uh in other countries mm-hmm. uh that have had wide ranging impacts on fucking not to minimize the puppies or whatever, but like on human victims and children. Uh So.
1: Yeah, I know it, it's you, kind of a know? downer. I didn't even really want to talk about it because every time you bring up fucking COVID talk or Fauci talk, you run this risk of either empowering the right or getting your dick slapped by the left. So both it's weird shock.
0: because normally the right is the the political arm that is more than fucking happy to fuck shit up in mm-hmm. third world nations and weaponize <laughs> viruses as long as you can use them to smite U.S. enemies yeah uh, or advance U.S. interests so you know I think we just have to say Fauci has to come out and make a statement and be like, yeah, we did this research on this virus because we wanted to use it against brown people in the Middle East. Uh, And unfortunately, or I don't even know if they're, I guess uh, they're not the, the boogeyman du jour uh, amongst the right wing anymore. It's, it's Chinese people. I don't even know who the
1: boogeyman is because you could say it's
0: China for sure. Yeah. But,
1: we were fu- like, well, not we U S was funding this research in China because they started doing it in North Carolina and then Obama banned this shit. And then under Trump thought, was like, Hey Trump, can you, uh, open up this shit that the left wing hates? So then Trump's like an idiot. So he's like, yeah, fuck do it, whatever. But they had to do it in China because they couldn't do it on American soil anymore. Well, so, the other
0: thing is that like Fauci is like clearly being uh, scapegoated here because mm. I doubt very much that the uh, the NIH just like went rogue and was doing this without any government oversight. Oh,
1: yeah. No du- like it was funded by government stuff like the NIH is a government foundation, but it was like it's thi- I'm pretty sure he's like a sacrificial lamb because they're like. All right. And like how they were like, how uh, now it looks. That, sorry, I'm just jumbled. Okay. Here's my sentence. Now, <laughs> if you look in the past, all of the immediate bandit, banning of anybody talking about lab leak theory, like on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, it just seems awfully suspect that they were just like fucking banhammered, And they're like, well, we don't want it to be racist against Chinese people. And then you're like, wait, Why were you banning all this stuff that makes it seem like these companies are like that makes it seem like, yeah, like Twitter and Facebook is kind of supported by the government and stuff where it was supposed to hold this whole like we're separate like um, a private organization. So that's why we get to ban stuff and it's not a public utility. I don't know. I guess you have to listen to the same podcast I do to be up to date on that whole debate.
0: Yeah, I'm thankful I do not.
1: The whole debate is YouTube and Twitter specifically. They can ban whoever they want because they're a private organization, like a private company. Yeah. So they don't have to follow the free speech rules that everybody else does. Yes. Well,
0: I mean, the free speech rules don't apply to free speech rules basically just say, the government itself mm-hmm. cannot censor you yeah so government acting through an intermediary yeah like a social media platform
1: mm-hmm.
0: Like god I, I don't know if that can like if the social media platform is like if it's like wink wink nudge nudge like you're gonna ban this stuff right uh yeah. and they they make their own decision to do so, even if that, that's incentivized, that's still I don't think that violates any fucking uh what's that document that Americans fucking love so much? Constitution? The, the constitution. constitutional rights. Nice. Uh yeah.
1: Um yeah. We kind of got in the weeds right away. I wanted to talk about dongs first. So do you want to just abandon this political talk?
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. We, we can keep at it if you want.
1: I don't know. I feel like my steam on talking about this political stuff just ran out because it's like, I don't care anymore. Oh, we can still talk about it.
0: Well, I'm also just like, like, what the fuck? What does it matter?
1: Oh, one thing. That's kind of related, but kind of unrelated. I was kind of depressed this week because I was like, I wasted all of this time worrying about the right wing and them like trying to ban everything. And then it turns out that it's the left wing now. And it's just like, oh, if I would have known this all that time, I was watching like dystopian future movies and stuff. That's both I was ways. always like, it's the right wing that's going to do it. And then it turns out it isn't. And I'm like, it's both wings. That's Fuck. both. Wings. It's,
0: you know, Christ. and that's just that's just our fucking future now. I read uh there was this like long ass Washington Post exposé on like all the shit that led up to the January 6th Capitol riots and invasion and and whatever else. But it's also like reading that and going through it and knowing full fucking well that in 2024 Trump is going to be the Republican part <laughs> like the Republican Party isn't going to look at all the shit that happened in the Trump presidency and say, we don't want this guy as president. They're going to look Damn. at everything that happened during the Trump presidency and his like rabid fan base and say, this guy gives us the best shot at winning again. So we're just going to like turn a blind eye to all that shit. And we're gonna uh- do, like the left did with Biden.
1: He's going to do that. Well, okay, but Biden never, (laughs) ever like. No, I'm not I'm not saying Biden's as bad as Trump. I'm just saying how the left wing ignored everybody else and went with Biden just because I should say Democrats instead of left wing. So the Democrats ignored everybody else and went with Biden because he had the best chance of beating Trump. So it's like the Republicans are going to do that.
0: Same in Canada. It's like, okay, so, like, that's the whole reason Trudeau got real. Like, I don't think fucking Trudeau is the most popular leader in Canada by a long shot. But, you know, people voted for him because everyone who's, like, center left believes that he is infinitely better than the Conservative Party. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just like, this is basically, like, what politics in uh, in at least in North America have been reduced to is that you're, you're voting for the most palatable corporation (laughs) that you want to oversee you for the next four years. Uh, And it's like, and you know, this is a good fucking pivot into uh, all the shit that's going on in the NHL lately with, Mm. um, with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks uh, sexual assault case And the NHL, I'm not going to fucking like break down the whole story. There's lots of articles about it by people who are more informed than I am.
1: I'll give you the cliff notes because I know some of our listeners don't pay attention to the NHL. So in 2010, a prospect for the Chicago Blackhawks was sexually assaulted by their video coach so i guess it's a guy who makes them watch videotape and they talk about it that guy went forward and told i can't remember who he told but basically the chicago blackhawks organization decided to not come forward and told this video coach to resign which he did but then he went to the minors and sexually assaulted someone else so now what's happening is 10 years later um the player came forward again and then it caught wind. It was like, I think it was like kind of backed by the me too thing. So now all the people that were involved in the Chicago Blackhawks organization in 2010 are finally getting their come up. And it's like um the coach for the Florida Panthers just got shit canned the GM for who's all been like, When I say shit can it was like they, it was suggested they resign and they're like, okay, I'll resign instead of getting fired. So it was the Florida coach resigned, the Chicago Blackhawks GM resigned. And then it was some other people and that's, what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks. So that's the cliff notes. So, and
0: now what's happening is that, um, you know, and uh, who was it? Oh, it was, uh. Stan Bowman was the general manager of the Blackhawks. Hmm. Uh, fucking, you know, whatever. There's names I was there. avoiding
1: names. Uh, Joe
0: Quenneville and uh, Kevin Dayoff who I think is affiliated with the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Jets now, isn't he? Yeah.
1: yeah, I think he's an assistant coach.
0: Anyway, but what they're doing is like. They're they everyone's being like, oh, good, it's fucking time for these like power structures and these people to finally be held accountable, and things are finally going to change. And it's like nothing's going to fucking change. You look at Gary Bettman's statements today, and it's like you think this, you think this is the only instance where somebody was sexually assaulted related to the NHL or in the NHL and covered up, and so, like this is fucking endemic throughout professional sports, throughout politics, throughout, uh, you know, like fucking court, the corporate world, it basically the way it has been and the way it will continue to be is that if you have money or power or influence or any combination of those, you will be given a license to be as fucking toxic or shitty as you want to be. And all these institutions that have governed, the entire Western world for the past fucking however many centuries will cover your ass because their focus is on making more money, like being a profitable enterprise. Yeah. It's
1: like, You don't need the basement of a pizza place when you could just go be a coach in the NHL or professional sports. Yeah, or a fucking actor or a
0: fucking director or a fucking CEO. Like, it doesn't matter. This shit is fucking everywhere. And like everyone paying lip service to like, oh, this shit's going to change. And this is finally an opportunity. It's it's not going to fucking change. There are a thousand stories. Uh, This someone I follow on Twitter, I can't remember who, but put together Uh, Basically, it's a spreadsheet. It's just like a Google sheet. I'll see if I can Mm -hmm. find it and throw it in the comments on the Facebook post. But it's like, oh, you think the Kyle Beach thing is bad? Like, here is every instance where, like, a domestic abuser, abuser or a sexual harasser or a sexual assaulter was enabled by the nhl and they have their names on the stanley cup because the nhl fucking allowed them so the nhl right now is doing this thing where they're like oh we're called out we have to like pay lip service to We're you know we're gonna fire a few people and fucking hope that it blows over and everyone's on to the next uh controversy which they inevitably will be but like Mm -hmm that's not solving fucking shit because this problem isn't limited to one person. It's not limited to one hockey team. It's not limited to one professional sports league. And it's not limited to one industry. It's if you have money, power or influence and you, you know, assault or rape or harass or abuse someone, you will be insulated by the structures that supported you to get to where you are. And it will always be that way. Yes.
1: Yes. Now I'm thoroughly depressed. Sorry,
0: Dale. (laughs) Let me get down
1: off my soapbox and let's talk about
0: tiny dicks instead.
1: Yes. Let's talk about the tiny dick march that happened in. uh, I mean, it's almost it's almost. The worst segue ever is following (laughs) up the sexual assault talk with a tiny dong march. But uh, but here we are here. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Even a a worse segue
0: is I didn't wish everyone this when we first started the episode, but we're recording this on fucking November 1st. I wanted to wish everyone a very happy Christmas season.
1: Merry Christmas. (laughs) And guess what, guys? You're allowed to say Merry Christmas before November 11th, because you could do both at the same time. You can remember the soldiers who gave their souls for our freedom and embrace the joy of Christmas. Because we are nuanced human beings that are capable of feeling multiple emotions at the same time. True. So you don't have to pick one or the other. You don't. Except for effin' Starbucks and their war on Christmas. I'm skipping this. We'll get back to the small dong thing, but can I just... we?
0: Because I really, I, I just saw the, the sign that said all dongs go to heaven.
1: <laughs> okay. Like... Well, okay. <laughs> Put a pin in the Starbucks thing. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. We'll talk about all dongs are equal. (laughs) Oh, there's another side with Derek was talking about the picture. All dongs go to heaven was the pictures from the March. One of them says Jesus had a small dong, which is quite inflammatory. It could be true. I mean, he was uh, he wasn't. He wasn't fucking. Yeah, he was. What? Don't you know the secret of Jesus's lineage? What? Have you heard the conspiracy of, did you not watch the Da Vinci Code? No, No. Jesus no. and Mary Magdalene had children I and started the bloodline da, of Christ. Then the, the, the Templar Code? Knights were in charge of guarding the bloodline. It's not true, but there's a popular conspiracy that Jesus and Mary Mag, like Jesus didn't actually die on the cross. They took him down because it was like, you know, in the in the Bible, it's like Jesus was on the cross and then he was just like dead the next day. Like they stabbed him and put vinegar in his guts because he wasn't dying fast enough. Yeah. And then they came back the next day to break his legs, to make him die faster, but he was already dead. Well, no, where was it? I heard that that was actually like an
0: act of mercy that they, that they came back and killed him because they didn't uh, kill him or they stabbed him to try and kill him faster because he was the son of God. And they were like, this is how we're like, we're going to, we're going to, who was it? Maybe it was Uh, when I was in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maybe that's Anyways. what the Romans tell people now to be like it. Don't fucking <laughs> yeah, I mean, hate us. We, we made
1: tried. him drink. Yeah, we made him drink vinegar because we're nice guys. We, we it fucking like a, It wasn't like a, hey, this is water and it's actually vinegar. And now it's gross. Uh, the conspiracy is like, because it's like in the night he died because the Roman guards came back and they're like going to break his legs and make him die fast or whatever. But he was dead. So the theory is that they put up a lookalike dead body or I guess just a dead body at that point, since he was like pretty much flayed with a cat and nine tails. So he was unrecognizable and they didn't have dental records back then. So they put a corpse on there. That wasn't Jesus took Jesus down. They fled into the wilderness, I guess. And then him and Mary Magdalene had a family. And this is like a conspiracy in everything from the comic book preacher, the movie Da Vinci code. I remember it in preacher. Yeah, because
0: that's the whole.
1: Yeah, and the and then preacher the comic book it was like they kept breeding the lineage of Christ to each other, so they were like super inbred, and it was like super sacrilegious. What were we talking about? All oh, yeah, that Jesus. with a tiny
0: dong. Yeah, wow! Back to
1: th- what a story. Welcome to Dong Talk on Outrage Factory, <laughs> where we talk about dongs and how small ones are okay. Let's go to a caller. <laughs> it's me. I'm the caller.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm the caller.
1: <laughs> Long time listener, first time small sure. donger. First time, <laughs> I'm a small <laughs> dong hammer. So was this like? I'm
0: reading the article now, and it just looks like it was. Uh, it looks like it was like just a fucking troll thing organized by some idiot youtubers or something yeah
1: anytime youtubers do anything that was like when i held up the pumpkin it wasn't because i want to enrich society by letting them look at my pumpkin it's just they want attention from this specific podcast and they're like if we have a small dong march dale and derek will for sure talk about it did you know
0: the threshold for a micro penis Mm -hmm. is three inches okay I mean, I'm just saying that seems pretty large for something designated as micro.
1: That's like that much.
0: Yeah. You think back to the like 80s and like micro machines. (laughs) Those were those are small. Those are (laughs) a microscope. You can't put three inches under a microscope and see what it is.
1: Do they like three inches? I'm like, I thought micro penis was like.
0: Like this. Yeah, like, age, like maybe. If
1: you say micro penis, three inches sounds like tiny penis. So, like average penis size is five and a half inches to six inches. That means small penis to tiny penis is only two and a half inches. So it's like you go from average penis, then below that I guess is small, and then below that is tiny, and then micro. Or do they count micro and tiny at the same?
0: Yeah, just small. Just less less than average.
1: Oh my god. Just all this donger talk. No wonder these guys felt shamed.
0: Well, was this a real like I'm just looking? So it says the protest, dozens of men have hit the streets for a small dong march seeking to end the so-called shame associated with having an undersized penis. The demonstration took place in downtown LA and was organized by YouTube stars Chad and JT. So they did this for a video. Could you
1: think? Of a more small penis name than Chad. Sorry, Chads. Chad, you're going wear this one. Well, here's the thing that like they probably made this
0: video. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna organize this as joke for a fucking YouTube video." And then all these like legitimately small dick guys show up and end up feeling worse about themselves because they're just being made the butt of a joke on YouTube. And mm-hmm. then you find out that the benchmark for uh micro penis is three inches and your entire world is turned upside down because you thought three inches was normal. And now you're hosting a podcast with your friend on the internet. And this is all hitting you while you're here online. <laughs> it's too much, man. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, try- just blindsided with guys,
1: knowledge but... about <laughs> tiny dicks. <laughs> uh,
0: so it uh, activists assembled in the area at 10 a.m., Participants paraded through the streets. Here's something not at all. This is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Several demonstrators insisted they were simply attending the march as allies and claimed (laughs) that they were actually well endowed. And I don't know if there's a better representation of the fragility of the male ego than showing up at a small dog march and saying, oh, no, I got a big dick. I'm just here to help those guys out. I it's, just uh, came
1: because I have a really good pun for a sign. It has <laughs> nothing to do with my teeny tiny penis. <laughs> but you shouldn't open talk connect. bad about small penises for people who have small penises, please.
0: So here, here is the thing. I think if we want to embrace this whole body positivity uh, movement that's going on, I think that has to extend to small dicks. And we have to encourage people, no matter mm-hmm. what size of dick
1: you have, it's okay yeah and also where do we land on growers not showers just asking for someone who's not me what's uh like a a grower like a grower not a shower is when you just have a small dick but then it grows into a normal size dick yeah i guess it's like an evolutionary self-defense thing like when you're running through the forest away from panthers you don't want your Dick to be tripping your erection up. size and like slapping on your thighs. You want it to just basically set on inside into a tree. Yeah. yeah. So, so, okay. So what's a shower? Someone with an average whose dong. It's like, it never goes. Size? It never shrinks all the way. So like, okay, basically penises is like this grower, not a shower would like shrink down to this, but it would still grow. So a grower, not a shower shrinks down to, to micropenis, but it grows back, whereas a shower just like shrinks this much, but it never like goes too too much. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. basically, if you're not aware of the physicality of a penis, it's basically like a water balloon that fills with blood. And that's how it gets hard. So a grower, not a shower can just take like more blood and get like, has a bigger increase in size from like way soft to hard. It's like um, on Seinfeld when George was talking about the pool being cold, because when your dick is cold, it shrinks up really small, but it could still go back to the same size.
0: I mean, I personally would say that like growers would be, more generally accepted because who doesn't like a nice surprise like have you ever gone out for sushi and all of a sudden you're like oh fuck this is all you can eat sushi i'm filling up on sushi tonight instead of just going out and getting like a single california roll nobody wants that
1: it's like when a girl hooks up with you and you're like surprise it's all you can eat dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and she was like bonus this is better than the time i went for sushi and i gotta eat a whole bunch of sushi
0: <laughs> oh hey speaking of tiny useless dicks hey speaking of two dudes over 40 <laughs> uh, starbucks has announced yeah. that they will not be bringing back the eggnog latte the beloved christmas beverage
1: uh, uh, the best me, thing ever
0: between Dale and I, this, I don't know if anyone else even fucking drinks those things, but Dale and I apparently fucking love them.
1: Nobody on the East coast drinks them and they're a giant pain in the ass to make because people keep being like, I want it this way and that way. So they can't pre-mix them. So they're like, fuck you, picky losers. Nobody gets eggnog lattes. And, uh, I was talking to our eggnog insider and I was our Starbucks insider, and I was like, oh, that sucks. Maybe I'll have to, like, fucking console myself with a gingerbread latte instead. And they were like, no, they don't have those either. So there's no eggnog lattes, no gingerbread lattes. But you know what you get to have? Not, nothing good. Chestnuts and praline, like your fucking Oliver Twist. Why don't you give me just a fucking bowl of gruel? Chestnuts? What
0: the fuck, what the fuck is a pra- whats a praline?
1: It's a walnut. I don't know why they call them pralines. Okay, the same as a walnut. It's a bit smaller. So I was reading
0: a uh, oh a, a micro walnut, <laughs> three
1: three. <laughs> yeah, they are they are under three <laughs> inches.
0: <laughs> um, I was reading a blog post online, and it it was basically saying they were like, oh, you can just go in and like order these things off the secret menu. But will Starbucks not be stocking eggnog
1: at all? No, they will not because they will not be purchasing eggnog for the mixture of drinks. That is horseshit. Okay, so here is horseshit.
0: I want all 10 of our listeners on November 4th or whenever the fucking Starbucks drinks drop. I want you to go to the grocery store. I want you to buy a one liter of eggnog. I want you to take it to your nearest Starbucks. And I want you to order... A double espresso shot and then give them the eggnog and say, Could you steam this and add it to my espresso shot? And if enough of us do that and make enough of a fucking, you know, just make it a pain in the ass for them to not have this drink, I think they'll change their mind.
1: I'm down with that. And If you want to be a friendly neighbor, you can offer your cream to everybody. Be like, hey, excuse me. Would you like some thick eggnog in your drink? I brought brought some eggnog from home. Can I give you some eggnog? Okay, Derek, you don't know me. You're walking into a Starbucks. You're like, oh, they don't have eggnog. What a bummer. And then you see me, but you don't know me. And I'm holding a carton of eggnog. And I'm like, hey, sonny, you want some of my eggnog in your drink? Would you take it?
0: Yeah, I go for it. Nice. one hundred percent Dope. If you were like, hey, Sonny, <laughs> I have a micropenis. <laughs> and also take some of my eggnog. I don't uh, actually I think- have a micro penis. I'm
1: just a micro penis ally. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Classic. Let's,
1: let's make outrage factory shirts that say micropenis ally.
0: <laughs> Done. If you go. To the Outrage Factory website, there will be micro penis ally shirts there.
1: It, it won't be on the website. It'll be in the Red Bubble store, which is super popular. Is it? No.
0: Are we selling? Are we selling no. stuff? Are we making no. some money?
1: No. Are you making? Nobody's some money? buying anything. Are you making some money? Yeah. No. All right. <laughs> Did that sound bitter? Did it sound more bitter than it needed to be? I mean. When I heard there was no eggnog latte, I legit did the movie like, why? I did that for real. And I've only ever done that like a billion times in my life. <laughs> I don't want to sound dramatic, but I do that a lot.
0: In response to Starbucks beverages specifically?
1: Just everything. Today at work. I dropped some washers and some bolts and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then, nice. then the like old guy at work was like, what are you doing? And I was like, there's a hole in my pocket. <laughs> and he was like, all right, Dale. See you later. All right,
0: Dale. All right, Dale.
1: That's fine, Dale. All
0: right, Dale. All
1: right. So, um, have you had any of the non eggnog latte, non-gingerbread latte? No Starbucks drinks?
0: here's the, Here's the way my fucking this is how my entire year looks, okay? Yeah, as told through Starbucks beverages, nice. fucking like January to May. Mm-hmm. It's just like Americano, black coffee, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. May to uh september Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's cold brew Mm -hmm. just cold brew nothing else Mm -hmm. fucking september to november it's pumpkin spice lattes november to january it's the fucking eggnog latte that is all i drink from starbucks (laughs) That's all i will ever drink from starbucks i have my seasonal beverages that is the only thing i fucking look forward to and honestly I get so hype about it being Christmas season, November 1st, because like, yeah, I like the fucking music and I like the decorations and I like the spirit of camaraderie and I like being able to go to a mall and just have it be a fucking hectic shit show full of swarming people. (laughs) But most of all, I like hot eggnog and I like putting the hot eggnog in my mouth while I take in all that other shit. And now (laughs) Starbucks has robbed me. They have robbed me of the opportunity to do that. And I'm so fucking disappointed.
1: I got some hot eggnog for you. (laughs) (laughs) Would you
0: like, would you, hey, hey there, sir. Would you like my hot eggnog?
1: I brought hot eggnog. It's freshly steamed.
0: I eat nutmeg for five months just so. (laughs) (laughs) Just so it tastes like eggnog. Uh, Uh, Fucking, you know, Starbucks insisted for so long that there was no war on Christmas. This fucking proves. Yeah, this fucking proves it.
1: The right wing people aren't even going to make it to when the cups come out. They're already incensed.
0: They are. Uh,
1: Does that make us right wing? I
0: don't know. Do right wing people even like eggnog or do they think it's like liberal, like Jew milk or whatever? Yeah, they
1: probably they probably think it's like anti-Jesus, because Jesus yeah. wouldn't have had eggnog back then. They're like, oh, sour in the desert. Fucking real Americans drink milk out of the cow's tent.
0: Yeah. They don't mix it with <laughs> sugar and nutmeg. And egg. are there actual eggs in eggnog? Is that a yeah. real thing?
1: It's right. egg. It's egg, milk, nutmeg and vanilla.
0: Love it. Love all those. Uh,
1: Americans are probably like our right wing. People are like the only lattes I drink have American cheese. Yeah,
0: which, by the way, I would drink the fuck out of an American cheese oh, beverage. 100%.
1: I mean, salt and oil and coffee. What's not to love?
0: What is not to love? <laughs> uh, we got anything else on here you want to talk? Uh, we oh, We got to you-
1: talk about squid game.
0: Oh, my God. People are so fucking dumb. I cannot Dude, get over how dumb
1: people are. I can't believe I burned the title squid over when we just talked about the squid game last week. When All right this came up and i was this would have been like perfect did you Which, by the way yeah
0: have you watched it yet no fucking asshole
1: i just finished inside job it's good wait it what? Good.
0: the 9-11 documentary
1: no inside job is this cartoon by one of the two people who created gravity falls oh, okay. and it's about a shadow government in the it's like this like It's like these five people who are in charge of like running things for the shadow government. Sounds great. There's like a doctor played by Bobby Lee. And then like a mushroom being from the center of the earth played by that guy that's in every show. That sounds like a stoner. That's not Seth Rogen. And then there's Christian Slater's in it. And then there's that girl who I can't remember her name. And then there's this other woman. And then there's a guy who's half dolphin, half man.
0: All sounds really good.
1: It's pretty good. It's not as good as Gravity Falls, but nothing is. So that's what I watched instead of Squid Game.
0: Wait, okay, all right, Squid. I'm like, what were we even talking about that brought us to this point?
1: <laughs> I'm just um, so dejected over the small dong parade and the egg dog latte. I don't even know if I have anything left.
0: So, like, fucking people in crypto are so blind to bullshit that over uh the we and i think this this just proves how blind to bullshit they are and like no amount of like reasoned thinking will get through to the them so somebody i don't fucking know who because apparently anyone could just fucking be like we have a new cryptocurrency we Mm. have a new token you can buy uh and nobody vets it and nobody does anything and these two two guys couple guys team of guys maybe even some women in there, who knows, came out Just and say said,
1: jerks in general.
0: They, they released a token affiliated with the Squid Game TV show. And mm-hmm. the whole purpose of this cryptocurrency token was that you could buy it, and then the token could be used to participate in Squid Game-themed online games that would then award you more squid game tokens mm-hmm. so driven by everybody everybody's fucking insane interest in the show this fucking token was like below a penny on thursday or friday and then media outlets started media outlets started picking it up reddit started picking it up cryptocurrency whatever fucking blogs started picking it up and so people start throwing more and more money into this thing. So it goes from like a penny to like $4 to like $8 to $32 to, and it's just like shooting up like, cause people, so here's the reason this investment, cause usually with investments, they will ebb and flow based on how many people want to buy and how many people want to sell. But the thing about the squid game token that was documented in whatever fucking shit they had, before you bought it like in their documentation and also documented in all the news outlets that were covering it is that you couldn't sell. You couldn't, you just could not sell. Like they had mechanisms in place to help uh, to help allegedly prevent people from like dumping mass amounts of this cryptocurrency. So you could only sell like a very small percentage of it. And you, I don't, it just like the whole thing was a fucking scam from the start. Yeah. And so the inability to sell it and all these people buying it as they came across it caused the value of this thing to like fucking inflate. I think it was like up to like $2,000. So it went from oh. a penny to $2,000 per token. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then nobody could sell. hmm. The value of the tokens was $2,000. And then the creators were just like, fucking peace. We're going to sell all ours. And, and people were buying in at 2000 a piece. And they yeah. fucking, they, they just took the money and they pieced the fuck out. And um, I think, and a lot of people pointed this out online. It was basically like the whole moral of Squid Game is that. Only one person can can win the money. You can't share yeah. the money. So uh, I don't know if, if it was intentional that the guys who created this token were like, well, we're going to be the guys that take the money in and run. We're going to win mm-hmm. the money. Uh, and everyone else is left holding the bag. But like more than anything, I think it's just like you're fucking stupid. Like do research yeah. before you throw money into something. Don't just like mm-hmm. see the green green line on the chart going up and be like, fuck, I need to get in on this. Put me in, uh, you know, hopefully nobody lost like
1: any meaningful money to them, yeah, because that would suck. Also, I don't, it was, it must not have been like a true cryptocurrency, right? Because if the creators sold it, wouldn't that just put more crypto on the market, or did they like not have, did they have like a set amount that was available?
0: Uh, they. Did so what was it
1: i honestly think that nobody truly understands crypto they all just pretend they do like i understand the whole there's an amount the more people that want it the higher the price so you could get it and then if a bunch of people sell it goes down but with cryptocurrency they're like it's based off they're pretty much all based off the ethereum blockchain and that like Mines crypto and gets More crypto at a set Amount unless more People buy machines And get them to like Basically do a math problem To make crypto out of nothing I don't understand how this is supposed To place money this like From what I've seen of crypto it is The most volatile Financial system I've ever seen In my life plus Every single transaction Goes through a blockchain So it leaves its fingerprint on everything. It's like if you were to go buy something with a dollar bill and the tender was like wrote down the number on the dollar bill and your name and then put it into the cash register. Like, I just don't understand. But I also don't want anybody to explain it to me because I don't want to know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't like I don't understand the fucking tactical. I know that there are like there are definitely valuable use cases for crypto Mm -hmm. or for decentralized currency like yeah the dark web (laughs) well yeah like buying drugs or even like you know for years it's been if you wanted to send money cross-border to like someone in a different country you had to go through like fucking western union and send like a fucking wire transfer Or Mm -hmm. you had to like transfer from fucking like a Canadian bank to a whatever bank and you had to pay these ridiculous bank fees. Whereas crypto, it's not owned by a a fucking bank. So you can you can literally just send like I could send crypto money to my brother in China and just transfer it to him like that. And there's no additional fees. And it's like instantaneous. So like that is one such valuable use case for it. But it's also like. There's no fucking stability in any, even the, even the big ones like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Like, it's like, okay, if I send my brother $20 today, tomorrow, it could be worth $1,000. It could be worth $0. He could end up owing me money. Who the
1: fuck knows? Like, it's just. Sorry. It's so volatile. Do you know what, how I'm doing crypto now? On Wealthsimple, which is an app I've mentioned on this podcast before, it's like an app you can buy um, stocks and then they added crypto and I think there's like 15 to 20 cryptos. So what I did is I bought $10 in 10 different cryptos and it's like a video game because it's like, unlike stock markets, which close at three or at noon here and open at 630, which is I don't know how they figure out their hours and they're closed on the weekend. So the stocks don't change. Cryptos go 24 hours. It's always going. I have $10 in each one. And anytime (laughs) it goes up 10%, I sell it. And then I just buy another one and I just like pick through the list. And I've been doing that. And it's like, I made like $25 in a month. So it's not like paying off that well, but it is like a video game. And it is just like, you'll check your phone. It'll be like eight dollars, nine dollars, seven fifty, blah blah blah. And you're like, ah, that sucks. And then you open your phone an hour later, and one will be like worth $12.50. And you're like, holy shit, and you sell it. It's like it just goes up and down so fast, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Holy shit, I'm almost out. So
0: I'm invested in uh four different cryptocurrencies, and yeah. they're the only ones because I'll like I see these stupid fucking like hype coins or whatever, and I'm like. I don't really want to fuck around with that because it's like, it's basically like you're just gambling at that point, right? You're like throwing money and like hoping that, that more people want the crypto that are willing to pay more for it than you did. And then you can sell and make a profit. Um, But I bought a couple that like have actual use cases uh, Mm -hmm. and they are not making me any money at all. And probably will not for a number of years, but I invested like at peak hype, back oh, in uh
1: damn. when was
0: it like fucking twenty sixteen or something yeah and like since then it's been a there was the trough and then it's been a slow steady climb <laughs> and I think I'm just about breaking even nice. uh now five years later.
1: Yeah uh I the funny thing is a lot of the times when I'm buying these coins for ten dollars I'll buy the ones with logos I like and there's one with a unicorn logo I think it's the one inch coin speaking of micro penises and <laughs> I bought that one. And then I made $4 off it. And now I'm like the one inch coin I'm ride or die with that. So I'll just like, wait till it goes down then I'll buy it and maybe it'll go up. But then I'll also the other problem I have is I'm like, Oh, that's what it's worth right now. I better remember that number so that I can invest in it when it goes back down. And then like Two minutes later, it's like someone just told me a new name of somebody, and it's just gone. And I'm like, I don't remember what it was worth. I don't remember if this is up or down. And you're just like, and it's funny because for me to invest in crypto, the best I would need like a notepad and a pencil. I just boomer it and write down. Be like, on November first at seven thirty p.m., one inch coin was worth this. And I sold, and then when it goes down, you like look again. You're like, oh, so, so you do that. This is why I'll never get rich off investing. That's true. But I did make twenty five dollars in a month.
0: I mean, that's twenty five dollars. You did. But didn't have I lost before, way right? more
1: than that in my stocks.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Yeah,
1: it's true. Um. Yeah. So, Squid Game coin.
0: Oh, yeah. I Anyways,
1: mean, moral of the story, fucking like
0: read, read something. Yeah. Turn to a reputable. And the problem with cryptocurrency, and, uh, one of many problems with it is that it's totally fucking deregulated. Like there's no oh, yeah. oversight at all. And everyone who is talking about it or telling you about it or writing about it or speaking about it wants You to buy more crypto because Mm -hmm. they're all invested in it or they're running exchanges where they get a cut of the money and the more crypto you buy the more money they stand to make so the entire fucking crypto industry is just like a pyramid scheme where they're all trying to get you to buy crypto so when something like squid game comes out they're like oh it's fucking exciting it's a new crypto token that will let you play squid gamey games on the internet and nobody's like oh this looks like an obvious scam and you can't sell so don't fucking buy it
1: yeah what did those squid gamey games ever come out no they took they took the fucking money and ran i mean if they would have if they would have seen it through like they are douches for just taking the money and run but they probably in the long run could have made more, but I bet they're like, wow, this looks like actually a lot of work to get the licensing from squid game to make squid gamey games. So I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like cryptocurrency is the equivalent of a digital pyramid scheme. And anytime someone tells you to invest in something don't, because as soon as people start investing in it, then the price is just up and it's only going to go down. It's like, Annoying. Oh, I was going to say, because I was going to talk about how GameStop got everybody invested, like like emotionally invested in the stock market, like guys like you and me. I'm starting to think that that might have been a put on because look at how many people didn't pay attention to the stock market. And then the whole GameStop thing happens. And then people like you and me are like, I'll put a couple hundred bucks here and there off a paycheck in there. And then we just lose it. How much money has Wall Street made off chumps like us post GameStop? Lots. Yeah. And like the initial boom of GameStop, they would have lost. I don't know how. I don't know how the whole stock market works, like how they're so upset and they don't want regular. And they're all like, we don't want regular people to trade. Robinhood, close these accounts. Oh, no. Wink. And then people are just like. Extra horny to get in on it because they're told they can't. So we all throw our money in and then we just slowly lose it in Alberta's green technology because Transalta Wind Farms keeps going down and I keep losing my money. If you didn't know, I was invested in wind farms because i thought god would be nice to me since i'm investing in green energy because that's what jesus wants he doesn't want us to burn gas anymore jesus nope
0: jesus just wants you to make money so you can give a percentage of that back to the church
1: i mean if jesus really wants if that's what it takes jesus if you make me rich i'll cut you off a slice give me a couple stacks i'll give you 10 (laughs) percent legit
0: it's called tith- tithing tithing yeah Tithes tithing tithing
1: church and mormons Tithes. still pay did you know that
0: lots of people still pay. catholics still pay too do they i don't think they do like yeah
1: oh no like no cath don't they have donation bins and stuff and they, have, they like, have like membership they, charges and they stuff. they take
0: collections but they can also like yeah you can sign up and they'll like i mean i haven't been in a church for a pretty significant mm-hmm. amount of time but like i remember they would give you a like a form that you could fill out, and it would be like, "Here's what I want my like monthly donation to the church to be," and it's like big bold letters, and it's like, "Oh, the church recommends tithing <laughs> like you know seven percent of your yeah. earnings towards the church." And I'm like, how many fucking people go for that? It's like. The government's but, already taken yeah. their cut and then mm-hmm. they're turning that into a tax break for the church. Why would I turn around and give the church another 7% that they're not yeah. going to be taxed on?
1: And the government isn't even pretending to be my friend like Jesus does. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the Mormons, they still pay a flat rate of 10% unless they have over seven kids, then they get out of it. But
0: I thought you were going to say wives. And that's definitely an argument for mm-hmm. why they...
1: Have so many kids
0: breed so prolifically. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you've got five kids and you're given 10% of your paycheck and you just have two more and you could keep your whole paycheck, I mean, like you're not going to have seven kids just so you don't have to pay. But if you're getting close, you're like, I might as well just go. for might seven. Have, Yeah, tip the scales. But uh all churches back in like the Renaissance era, because I know this because I did research for that Templar night podcast on the Dale show, the other podcasts I do. And they used to have 10% tithings, but the Templar Knights didn't have to pay it. It was one of their fringe benefits of being the, so I looked it up. Basically the free plug for my other show was just to tell you that I actually looked up and Mormons do still pay 10% because I thought it was like, I thought it was like kind of one of those half true urban myths, but it's a full true urban myth. So it's not an urban myth. It's just like a, Suburb truth. That's the opposite of an urban myth.
0: That's suburban truth. truth? <laughs> no, I think we are. Just we going to have that. to make
1: more T-shirts. Make
0: that a T-shirt. Suburban Small truth ally. From suburban factory. <laughs> All right. Anything else you wanted to talk about?
1: Uh, let me let me just look at my list. I don't want to like
0: you look at the list. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, do do. Yeah, no, that's it. All right, I don't want to bring up anything.
0: Hey, everyone, Dale, friends, all of you online currently listening, thanks for tuning in to episode 188 of uh,
1: Outrage. Fucking Outrage Factory. Hey, next time we do a podcast, we should do all the funny jokes at the beginning and all the shitty political talk at the end so that we don't chase away fans who are looking for dick jokes
0: yeah first well minutes. remember or, that
1: or on the other hand it might be nice because all the people who are into the like boring political talk we roped them in and then we just hit them with dick jokes
0: hit them with dick jokes and then they're like yes. oh turns out Fuck dick it. jokes
1: are hilarious third t-shirt hit them with dick jokes
0: hit them with dick jokes <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us for T-Shirt Factory. Which I'm is also... quitting my
1: job and I'm just making <laughs> T-shirts based on stuff from this podcast. Hey, if
0: you like our T-shirt ideas, play, please head on over to uh, Redbubble and buy some of Dale's designs. You can get them on anything. A fucking hat, cup, underwear, face mask.
1: I'm going uh, to link t-shirt. it. I'm going to link it in the Facebook thing right now. But uh, there is a link in the show notes. Oven mitts. Tea towels. You could get that stuff. shower get curtain all that stuff. Yeah, dude, you can get a sweet shower. You can get curtain.
0: fucking anything with Outrage Factory or Small Dong Ally printed. I on Also,
1: it. I also have dinosaurs. I, I still have to make Small Dong Ally. Hopefully it'll be there. I didn't forget. And you can go buy some Small Dong Ally shirts. And what was the other one? Hit them with dick jokes. And Suburban Truth.
0: Suburban truth,
1: suburban opposite, truth opposite is, of urban myth is too good to not be something already. Like, I feel like suburban truth is something that already exists. But you know what? Here, while I while we have all of your attention for the live stream and people who are listening at home later on, I'm Googling suburban truth.
0: It's a song by a band called Sniff Test from nice. 2011. And there's also a Twitter account. But beyond that, I don't actually see too much. Come
1: for the truth. Oh, there's something on Amazon. Oh, that sniff test. Um, I'm clicking on the Twitter. Oh, man. Suburban truth is. Looks like a suburban mom from New Jersey, USA. Suburban truth. She has 15 or 14 followers. She's following 15 people. Says, uh, "Come for the truth, stay for the humor. The pros and cons of suburban life await you." I don't think. Oh, she hasn't updated. Her last tweet was May eighth, two thousand nineteen.
0: Perfect. We're taking it. She's probably dead of COVID. This is ours now. I was just gonna
1: say, but I was gonna try. <laughs> I was gonna try dance through that a little lighter. Not, she's dead from COVID. I just like it came in.
0: And trails are all over. Style.
1: Nice suburban, suburban fucking flowers uh yeah actually i bet getting sued by a suburban mom from new jersey would only help our brand
0: for real especially a dead one
1: hey thanks for
0: tuning (laughs) into this episode of outreach factory i've been your co-host Derek bolan you can follow me on twitter where i now post occasionally again at herder you're back not fully back i log in again but it's the most it's only it's
1: this is the only words I know. I'm
0: of. on Facebook and Instagram, so it's the only one I'm on now.
1: I was going to start singing again to interrupt you, but I didn't know. I actually didn't know any more words. It would have just not. been like a funny thing that we did. Thanks. Don't call it a comeback. I don't know all those <laughs> words either. Uh, I'm Dale Deruder. You can find me on Twitter. I never left because nobody can cancel me because I don't care enough. And I don't think uh, enough people care about my opinion or they're either like, I think I'm uncancelable because people like that's just Dale. He says crazy shit. Uh, super Dale bot. Uh, you can follow the podcast, Twitter outrage fact pod. Uh, you can find us on Instagram outrage factory outrage underscore factory. Find us on TikTok. It's my name, Dale the because like I keep saying, I'm a boomer and I didn't know how to start a separate TikTok for Outrage Factory slash I didn't care enough to find out how. It was just all great way, reasons. It was just a way to make thirty-second videos and then share them on the Twitter.
0: Learn how so, to dance.
1: Uh, Learn yep, how to do dances. I don't do TikTok dances on there. It's basically just clips of the show. So if you're listening this deep right till the very end, you've already heard all the clips.
0: You have. You don't have to go subscribe to the TikTok, although you can if you really want to. We won't complain. Mm -hmm. Hey, and above all else, until next week,
1: stay angry.